Hey there, thanks so much for joining me today here on The Shalene Show. I'm really excited about this episode. It's all about how you can successorize your evening routine. This episode of The Shalene Show is sponsored by 131H2O.com. And it's going to make sense to you in just a minute, especially after listening to this episode. But dude, bottom line, you need more water. Period. End of subject. I mean, 75% of us are walking around chronically dehydrated. If you want better skin, a happier gut, a healthier body, more radiant energy, you need more water. We just do. Coming from someone who is chronically dehydrated and addicted to diet soda, I know how difficult it is to make this habit stick daily. And that's why I created a whole system around it. So if you're struggling to get the amount of water you need every single day and you need a system that helps you to develop the habit of drinking enough water, check us out. Go to 131, the numbers, 131H2O.com. Welcome to The Shalene Show. Shalene is a New York Times bestselling author, celebrity fitness trainer, and obsessed with helping you live your dream life. Today, I'm going to share with you four really easy, simple to follow tips, hacks, if you will, that will help you to successorize your day by setting yourself up for success the night before. These are bedtime rituals that you can begin implementing tonight. When it comes to being organized and productive and on on task, it's widely accepted. The success of your day is greatly determined by how you start your day. It's your morning. And there's been countless books and blog posts written about this. Simply do a search on Google for successful habits and inevitably page after page after page of blog posts, videos, book reviews, and you name it will pop up covering the topic of morning rituals, morning habits, miracle morning, whatever you want to call it, it's widely accepted that it's a habit you need to establish. Successful people have a morning routine. But what's rarely talked about is how they make that morning routine a possibility. I know for me, it was a real struggle. I would wake up each morning, not naturally a morning person, and I would be drawn to do things that felt good, not that were necessarily habit or routine. And so as I tried really hard, maybe as you have, to establish these morning routines, I often found myself like feeling behind the gun, like out of time and distracted by other things until I realized that a morning routine is established by what you do the night before. And it's just not talked about enough. I mean, I certainly didn't invent this, but I want to share with you my tips for preparing myself the night before, successorizing my morning by doing so the night before. Tip number one is to establish your agenda, your schedule, the night before. For me, that's my Smart Life push journal. For you, it might be your smartphone, it might be a piece of paper, a post-it note, or whatever journal you love. I have been using this particular system of organizing my day for the last well, gosh, at least 15, maybe even 20 years. Of course, it's been refined over the years. And eventually, instead of using a post-it note or even my smartphone or the countless number of apps that I would download and the stack of gigantic journals and day planners that I would buy to develop a really simple, simple, easily accessible, quick-to-finish 
schedule, eventually I had to create my own. And I call it the Smart Life Push Journal. Now, here's the key, okay? I'm not telling you you have to use my Smart Life Push Journal, but I am telling you it's really important that this is something physical other than your phone. Now, the phone used to work beautifully, but now your phone is on equal footing, basically, with your social media, which is a huge distraction. So what I do is I use a physical reminder or a physical trigger that my agenda for the day should be mine. You see, the second you grab your phone first thing in the morning, now you are at the mercy of somebody else's agenda, somebody else's social media, somebody else's email with their agenda attached to it. So what I do before I go to bed at night is I pull out my journal, my Smart Life Push Journal, and I create a rough schedule for the following day. The first thing I include is what time I'm going to exercise. I also include what podcast I'm going to listen to or audiobook. I begin every single morning with personal development. But again, I select that the night before. We'll get to that one soon. But this first tip is to have a physical trigger, something that reminds you that you're in charge of your agenda, that nobody else should be dictating what your day looks like except you. So I lay my Smart Life Push Journal across the edge of my sink. And the reason why I do this is because I've created a habit. The journal laying across my sink becomes the trigger. I can't brush my teeth, which is what most of us do first thing in the morning, until I do something with the journal. I either have to move it out of the way and choose to ignore my schedule, or I have to pick it up and write a few things down on my schedule, and then I allow myself or give myself permission to brush my teeth. You see, what I've done is I've anchored that trigger to an already established habit. That already established habit is the brushing of my teeth. By laying the journal across my sink, it's a physical or a visual trigger that reminds me, oh, okay, I've got to or I need to either add a few things to my calendar or at least review my calendar before I brush my teeth. This takes me just a matter of minutes. Now, here's why this is such an important tip. Tip number one is because when I'm creating my agenda the night before, I also, on the opposite side, the opposite page of my Smart Life Journal is a blank page for notes. I will do a very quick five minute or less brain dump of anything that I, you know how you do, anything I don't want to forget for the next day. You see, if you don't put it down on paper and you let that thought just pop into your brain for two seconds, your brain has to do something with that. And it will try to decide, okay, can I let go of this? Is this important information? Do I need to bounce this around in her head all night long so she doesn't forget it? Do I store it in her long-term memory? What do I do with this information? And oftentimes that one thought will create a chain reaction. And then you think of something else you want to make sure you don't forget. And your brain gets very tired from having to make decisions about what to do with all this information. When you take that thought and transfer it from your mind or your head onto paper, it's like you've been freed of it. You know you don't have to keep track of it. Your brain says, oh, cool, I'm off duty. I don't have to try to remember this. It's written down on paper. She'll see it tomorrow. I get so much better sleep by just taking two to three minutes every single night on that little piece of paper that I know I'm going to see the next morning when I go to brush my teeth. This is a critical first step for me to successorize my morning. 
Before we move on to tip number two, while this is like still fresh in your mind, I want you to use a physical planner. And honestly, I don't care if it's mine. Do I think my planner is superior for people who are like you? Yeah. The planner that I've created is for people who are like, yeah, you know what? I don't have time to decorate my planner as if it were a scrap journal. Those are really cool journals. I've purchased them myself. They're beautiful and they've come with like foils and stickers and stamps and tapes and that's awesome. I just, I don't have time for that. I need something that's fast and quick and easy and lightweight so I can throw it in my purse, so I can carry it around with me. So it's not like, you know, an extra 10 pounds in my carry-on luggage. It needs to be simple to the point and keep me on track, which is why I designed the Smart Life Push Journal the way that I did. I'm telling you about this now because if you don't have a a daily planner, you need one. And if you're looking at them, I want to encourage you because I care about your success. I want to encourage you to look at this one. And I've created a little video for you that shows you how I use it, how I use it to track my sleep, my food, my water intake, meaning my daily goals, my 30-day objectives, and my 90-day push goal. It's all in one like really small, lightweight, adorable, super functional, easy to carry, easy to use journal. And you can find it by going to smartlifepushjournal.com. Okay, now if you don't love my journal, no problem, but I want you to use something physical. We know so much about the neurological response what happens in our brains when we take something out of our head and actually physically write it down, which is really very different from using your thumbs to type it in your phone. Our phones, unfortunately, or maybe fortunately, I don't know, they've really turned into white noise where we spend most of our day trying to ignore notifications, trying to ignore all of the times our phone goes off each day. And we keep trying to keep ourselves focused by using our cell phone And frankly, in the last couple of years, it's become less and less effective, which is why I think we're seeing such a strong and powerful return to the process of physically writing our goals and physically handwriting our daily agenda. Tip number two is have something to look forward to. And again, this is the night before. The night before, I want you to plan what it is you're going to wake up and be excited about. Now, for me, I pick out an audio book or an audio lesson from maybe an academy that I'm going through or training that I'm a part of, or I listen to a podcast. Now, frankly, I'd say 75% of the time, it's a podcast or an audio book, but I select it the night before. That way, I'm excited to immediately wake up and also wake up my brain. This is exciting for me. Now, if it's not exciting for you to start your day with personal development, I'm not even sure if we can be friends. Just joking. But I just think your life changes when you start your morning with personal development. Like, it's crazy to me. Is it not crazy to you? I know I'm preaching to the choir right now because, hello, you're obviously listening to a podcast. But on Snapchat the other day, I was telling, suggesting people, I like to give little life hacks on Snapchat and on Instagram stories. But I was sharing with my followers that, If they just did this one thing, and instead of looking at social media first thing when they woke up, if they made certain that the first half hour of their day was devoted to personal development, in less than 90 days, their life and their attitude and their mindset, like so much would change in the positive 
so much would be better in just like 30 days if you just adopted this one habit. So I get excited every morning about the personal development that I get to wake up to. I literally spring out of bed because I'm already thinking about what it is I get to listen to. Now, if I were to just tell myself, all right, when I wake up, I will listen to a podcast or an audiobook, but I hadn't selected it the night before, well, it's not as easy to get excited about it. So I do the legwork the night before. And a lot of times I'll do this because we sit as a family at night and we watch our favorite programs. It's like All in the Family. Do you remember when they used to do that in All in the Family? And we do this. That's just our bonding time. We all sit around together and we have a good time and we laugh and joke and sometimes play on our phones. For me, what I'm doing is searching for whatever I want to enrich my life with. And when I'm listening to podcasts or audiobooks, I try to stay within a season. In other words, I try to stick with one mentor or one type of learning. Like let's say at the moment, I'm really trying to study everything I can about metabolism. Well, then I will pick a sciency or you know, a, a medical podcast that I'm excited to listen to the next day. And I literally wake up excited. Now, if that just does not float your boat, you need something that you're deciding on the night before that has you excited. My sister, (laughs) she's going to kill me for saying this, but there was this period of time where she was addicted to these protein bars. She doesn't do it anymore. At the time, it was funny because she would say she would literally put this protein bar on top of her alarm because she would look at her alarm and realize like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I get to eat that protein bar. Trust me, her diet does not look like that today. She certainly eats an unprocessed diet as much as possible. But back then, that was really exciting. She loved this protein bar, and she would spring up out of bed just excited that she got to eat it. So maybe for you, that is planning your breakfast. But again, it's not just waking up because you're excited to have breakfast. You've actually done a little bit of planning the night before so you know specifically what it is you're excited about. Or maybe it's exciting to you to decide the night before what devotional you're going to start your day with, or meditation, or a playlist, or a phone call. It really doesn't matter what it is, as long as you decide on it the night before so that you go to bed excited to wake up the next day. That's the key. Tip number three is to fill up my water bottles the night before. Now, this doesn't just set me up for success for the morning. It sets me up for success for the entire day. Now, you know those insulated water bottles, the ones that are fancy and they come in lots of pretty colors and they've become all the rage. And for many of us, they've actually helped us to be better about drinking our water. I know for me personally, a recovered diet soda addict, I had to work really hard at developing the habit of drinking water. I don't naturally love water. Today, can't believe that I drink as much water as I do. Not too many years ago, I was so fully addicted to diet soda. I literally, I hated water. Like if there's nothing else to drink, I just wouldn't drink anything. If it was just between water and like going without, I would just go without. Because I just, I don't know. I just had this block in my head that it didn't taste good, I guess. I just didn't like it. And so instead, I would over consume diet soda. Like I was going out of style. Nonetheless, I knew it wasn't healthy. I mean, I knew that wasn't a good thing. I just didn't realize it was as bad as it truly is to consume diet soda. So once I started looking 
I mean, the research has always been there. The information has always been there. I just didn't want to see it. I didn't want to hear it. I didn't want to be wrong. I wanted to hold on to my addiction. But once I started looking at it and realizing how it might be contributing to other health problems I was experiencing, then I started like absorbing and accepting the information that's always been there. But the next challenge I faced was developing the habit of drinking the water. So I invested in those really pretty insulated water bottles because it would keep the water cool or cold all day. They can keep the water cold anywhere from 12 to 24 hours. So it's a great investment. You're not walking around with a warm water bottle. It helped me to drink more water. But then I would finish one of those. It'd be like 25 ounces. Or I'd finish it like halfway. And then I would go to refill it. And then I didn't know, okay, how much water have I really drank today? And as I learned more and more about hydration, I wanted to actually track it. It's much easier to be successful and to improve anything that we measure. And I wanted to measure, all right, how much water am I actually drinking? And I had a difficult time tracking it with one water bottle. So then I started doing this thing where I bought three very pretty water bottles and I would fill up all three of them the night before. Now, each one was a different color. And because they stay cold for up to 24 hours, I could save time by filling them up the night before. Now, like two of them, I would put ice in them just so they were super cold by the time I was drinking them. But when those three bottles were empty, I knew I'd hit my goal for the day. And then I would carry these water bottles, you know, with me to work, et cetera. And it's kind of a clumsy system, but it freaking worked. I'm telling you, this is how I broke my diet soda addiction. And better than that, this is how I created a new habit. So I didn't just get rid of an old bad habit. I created a new healthy habit by developing a system. You see, habits are truly habits when you don't have to think about it. And the way we set up anything that we want to improve so that we don't have to think about it, in other words, so that it's a habit, is by developing a system where your brain doesn't have to keep track or you don't have to be disciplined to do something. It just, it happens naturally. You're triggered to do it. My three water bottles were the trigger. Here's what that hack looks like. Before I go to bed at night, like as I'm finishing up in the kitchen, I take my three water bottles. I fill all three of them up. I place two of them at the front door in a bag, a bag that I've specifically designed to hold the water bottles in place so they don't bang around. It's like a little backpack. It fits my Smart Life Push Journal, which I bring with me. It fits three water bottles if I want. It fits you know, my paperwork. It also fits my laptop. But it's at the front door, and I stick two of those water bottles in the bag that's been designed for the water bottles. Now, if you don't have this particular bag, then you, you just stick the two water bottles at the front door or someplace where you're going to be the rest of the day. Because that third water bottle, that one goes on your sink right next to your day planner. And for me, that means as I'm starting my day, as I'm getting dressed, as I'm listening to my podcast or audiobook, as I'm filling out my agenda for my schedule, as I'm putting on my makeup, as I'm getting ready, I make it a goal to finish my first 25 ounces. So I drink 25 ounces of pure water first thing in the morning. This one simple habit has improved my skin. My skin looks totally different today than it did five years ago. And I haven't had any plastic surgery. Not that I'm against it, mind you. But people are constantly saying to me, what's your skin regimen? What are you using? I'm like, I don't know. Water, that's my regimen. A lot of water and taking out all of the toxins and the fake food that was in my diet before that I thought was quote unquote clean or you know low fat or diet food. It was food that was killing me 
fake food, but mainly it's water. Like your largest organ is your skin. Your skin needs so much more water and hydration to be supple, to turn over dead cells, to produce collagen. Youth is determined by the food and the quantity and quality of water that you're drinking. So end your day by getting ready to start your day. Put that bottle of water, that first bottle goes right by your sink. The other two are wherever it is most convenient for you to see them. You see, again, in order for this to be a habit, it means you shouldn't have to think about it or discipline yourself or remind yourself to fill up your water bottle when you're short on time and running out the door and 55 people need you and you're already, you know, can't remember where you left your cell phone or your keys. The last thing you've got time to do is fill up another water bottle. Fill up all three of them the night before. You're welcome. I call this a hydration system. People laugh when I say that, but it's no joke. And after you try the system, you're going to be like, oh, I totally get it. And again, I designed a system to solve my own problem. So if you want to see how this works, or if you'd like to see a visual of the bags that I'm talking about that I designed, I'd like to say that I invented them, but maybe that's kind of pushing it because it's a backpack. But I did create these really cool individual pockets that have elastic around them. So they perfectly hold a 25 ounce water bottle in place so they don't clank around. They're not heavy. It's easy to carry. And you need to bring these with you or you're not going to drink them. Anyways, you can see exactly what I'm talking about by watching the video that I've posted by going to, you'll remember this. I know you're going to remember this. 131h2o.com. Again, it's 131, those are the numbers, 131h2o.com, and you can see exactly how this works. But I'm telling you, the more water you drink, the better your digestion, your nutrition, the better your skin looks, your hair looks. You're just going to feel so much more energy. People don't realize 75% of the population is chronically dehydrated. So there's a very high likelihood that you're dehydrated. Let's set ourselves up for success by taking care of this the night before. In an effort to make sure this is really easy for you to consume, like to take these tips and apply them, I want to just give you four today. Because I know you can do these four things. If I give you 10, that's way too many. So here's the fourth one. Schedule and plan your workout the night before. Now, Ideally, I'd love for your workout to be first thing in the morning. And here's why. I know you might not be a morning person, or maybe you've got to be to work by 4.30 a.m. So you're like, there is no way I am exercising at 3 a.m. I understand. Your sleep is critical. That's first. Like your sleep needs to come really before your exercise. So if it's a matter of, you know, missing out on a couple hours of sleep or getting in your workout, get your sleep. But for those of you who can, structure your day as such, that you're able to get your workout first thing in the morning, you should do so. Why? Because study after study after study says that those are the people who are the most consistent, have the highest energy, the most productivity, the greatest brain-derived neurotropic factor, which we talked about in a previous episode, the stuff that makes all of the synapses connect. It makes you more patient. It makes you more confident. All of these things happen when we exercise. Does that mean it doesn't happen if we exercise later in the day? No, that's not true. Of course, you have all of those same benefits, 
But when do you need to be most creative and most productive and most patient? Well, you usually need that during your work day. That's when you need the most energy. So if you have the ability, if you can make it happen, I want you to plan your workout to be first thing in the morning, wherever possible. And this may take some getting used to. And by the way, if you're like, I just cannot imagine myself running on a treadmill at 5 a.m. or doing my high-intensity interval drills at 5.30 a.m., I understand. I'm just asking that you do something that gets your heart rate up, that elevates your heart rate and blood flow. First thing in the morning, if you want to take advantage of all of the physiological and emotional and mental benefits and productivity benefits of physical movement when we exercise first thing in the morning. Now, here's what I mean by that. Maybe, like I said, you can't imagine pounding your joints at that hour, but could you consider maybe doing some strength training or a 30-minute walk or even just doing some push-ups? Like, think of doing something physical first thing in the morning because I promise you it's going to make a huge difference in your energy and your mood. Now, if for some reason you can't, I understand, but I still want you to plan your workout the night before. So before you go to bed, when you're writing in your daily push journal, I want you to schedule out the time that you're going to exercise, block it out on your calendar, make sure it's also blocked out on your phone, make sure everybody else is aware of it so it's a non-negotiable, like don't schedule anything at this time. It is as important as taking your medicine. It is your medicine. And then don't just schedule the time that you're going to exercise. Make a notation of what the exercise is going to be. Like, are you going to go take a workout class? Are you going to take a, a cycling workout? Are you going to do an at-home DVD workout? Are you going to stream a workout? Are you going to go for a power walk with a friend? Whatever it is, don't just say exercise 5 to 6 p.m. Specifically list what that includes. Is it cardio and then biceps and triceps? Be as specific as possible your brain begins to process and believe that is what you're going to be doing. It will actually be able to visualize it. And as we know, when we visualize these things, we can often manifest them. And I promise you, the universe will more often than not align so that you can get your exercise in. Your exercise, it's not a luxury. It's an obligation. It's something you should be doing because you care about other people. You're a better person. When you exercise, when you, when you prioritize your health, that means you prioritize the people that you love. I want you to think of it that way. Exercise isn't something you should be just doing because you know, you've got spring break around the corner or you wish you could be wearing a smaller size or whatever. I want you to think of exercise as something that's mandatory, an obligation. It's like an ethical calling to take advantage of the fact that you have this option. So many people don't. They don't have the choice to exercise in the way that many of us do. And it is, it is a gift. So honor it. And when you honor it, the blessings pour down on you. Like, I mean, it's shocking to me that more people don't prioritize exercise when they're stressed, when they have depression, anxiety, worry, low energy. And people will say to me like, well, how do you find the energy to exercise? Energy begets energy. That's physics. So if you want more energy, you need to spend more energy. You need to exercise. Exercising gives you energy. Make a deal with yourself. Say, I'm just going to start doing fill-in-the-blank exercise for three minutes. And after three minutes, if I feel like I have to stop, then I will. 
Give yourself permission to quit. But more often than not, you're going to find you feel fantastic. And I don't know too many people who regret the time they've spent to be healthier. You'll live longer and more fully. And that's it. As promised, just four simple steps that you can begin trying tonight. Like tonight. Tonight. Try these four things. Again, number one was laying a journal or day planner across your sink and creating your schedule for the next morning, creating that the night before. And I guess I'd put a little asterisk by that first one and say, and maybe even a brain dump. All right there on that piece of paper, it's going to be laying across your sink. Tip number two was to plan something that you're going to be excited to wake up and enjoy, whether it's a podcast, a cup of coffee, audiobook, devotional, playlist, meditation, specifically decide what tomorrow morning you're going to be excited about when you wake up. Tip number three was prepare your water the night before. A minimum of three 25-ounce water bottles. Fill up three separate water bottles. And I triple dog dare you to try this for one week and tell me it doesn't work. It works. Tip number four was to schedule your exercise with specificity the night before. And here's my bonus tip. Lay out your workout clothes. Yeah, do that the night before. Oh man, you will be unstoppable. I mean, these aren't earth-shattering tips. They're four really simple little things you can do tonight that are going to help you have a much more productive morning tomorrow and a more productive day. But the key here is not to force yourself to do these things or have to discipline yourself to do these things. It's the systems. It's creating habits. And habits work best when they're attached to an already existing habit, like brushing your teeth. They work best when they are attached to a physical trigger, like you see it and you're like, oh, oh yeah, that's right. I'm going to start my day with water. And the more systems you can create, the easier, the more peaceful your day becomes. Because the fewer things you have to remember, keep track of. I mean, there's so many things we're supposed to do every day. It can feel very overwhelming, daunting to have to keep track of all this and you know, try to measure up and be perfect. And don't forget, you need to post on Instagram. And now I got to do this. And you got to bring cookies to the kids' party. And oh, you better bake them from scratch. And I hope there's no gluten in them. Like there's so many things you've got to keep track of every single day. If I can give you a few systems to put in place each night so you don't have to think about it tomorrow, that's a winning combination. So here's my ask. I want you to do this for seven days, okay? These four things, seven days, and I want you to report back to me, how did it go? You can do this a couple of different ways. You can go to my website, go to shaleenjohnson.com forward slash ask Shaleen, and there's a little icon there that you can click on it and you can leave me a voice recording and tell me how it went. Did it help? Seven days, how'd that go? Or you can send me a message on Snapchat or Instagram stories, but I'd love to hear your voice. In fact, I'll take some of those and I'll actually play them here as an update on The Shaleen Show. Anyways, thank you so much for spending this time with me. I hope you have an amazing night tonight. I know you will, and I can't wait to hear about it. I mean, you're amazing as it is, so it's kind of scary to imagine you getting even better, but it's possible, even though you and I both know you are the bomb. Dot com. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for being here. 
Oh, and thanks for your reviews. I really, really, really love all the reviews I got about the last episode I did on fasting. Amazing. Unbelievable. So cool. Anyways, I'm done. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.